game on. It's time for Wolverines Weekly. Conversations with WDC coaches and athletes. Let's hustle to it. Hello, happy Saturday. Welcome to Wolverines Weekly on KWAD. I'm CJ Baumgartner. We have fun conversations with your Wolverine head coaches as they navigate the next round of the playoffs. We'll talk with head basketball coach for the boys, Kevin Thunberg, coming up next, Wolverines Weekly. Time out. Wolverines Weekly will be right back. Play ball. Booyah. We're back with more Wolverines Weekly here on KWAD. Next up on Wolverines Weekly, we're talking with Wadena Deer Creek head boys basketball coach Kevin Thunberg. And coach, you got the win in the first round of the playoffs against Park Rapids area. How are you feeling? Feeling great. Uh, getting that first dub is a, a first step in, you know, getting your ultimate goal, which is to get to the state tournament. Uh, you know, as people might look at the scores from a week ago that we beat them by 25 or whatever the final score was, um, and last night only beat them by two, and they'll think, oh, what in the world happened, and how could that happen where a uh, big picture Park Rapids the first time around, they did not play anywhere close to the, their ability. You know, they didn't make many shots. Uh, guys were turning over like crazy where last night they just took care of the ball, and they made those shots that we knew they were capable of doing. Um, so we, um, as far as in our locker room, we weren't surprised at all with the effort that we got from Park Rapids. They've had a tough schedule all year. Um, and we knew they were going to come give us our give us their best. So we were lucky to to weather the storm, and we're excited to move on to the second round. And as you look into that second round, it's a matchup against Holly. Now, as we're recording this on Friday afternoon, things can can change a little bit here. But right now, you're scheduled to play Holly Saturday afternoon. What do you know about the Nuggets, and just uh, what do you got to do to get the win? Yeah, with uh, the weather impending, it's it's kind of sounding like it's more than likely going to be pushed to Monday. Um, but nothing final as of right now, like you said, Friday at noon here, it's going to be a uh, one o'clock start over in Holly on Saturday. Um, with the Nuggets, they're a talented team. Uh, they've got a really good record. Uh, they're the four seed in a very tough section for a reason. Um, they've got a lot of quality wins under their belt, and they've beat some teams that kind of have embarrassed us. You know, they've beaten Pelican, they've beaten um, Barnesville, where we kind of got embarrassed by both those teams. So we got to be ready to go. Uh, they got a couple of of big studs that uh, they kind of do everything through um, a, a guard Stoa, who is probably their, one of their best all around players. Uh, he shoots it, he drives it. He, he just does everything. He creates really well. So we got to be able to keep tabs on him. And then Sinski is their, their big man that uh, going on to play college ball next year. And he's going to be, he's going to be a force to, that we're going to have to try to stop. Um, he's uh, can do it all the same. He can shoot threes. He can, he's a big, strong fellow that can body everybody up down low. So, uh, it's going to take our, our whole squad to be able to try to slow those guys down and the rest of the team who are also very quality players. Um, so we're in for a big dogfight, but I, I also think our guys, um, we match up fairly well with them, and I'm excited for the uh, for the test. And back to that game against Park Rapids, you get the home playoff game, you get a 20-win season with all these factors coming in, or at least we're on the verge of it before uh, coming in to Thursday night's game. Just how important is it to just get that win, be able to advance, and just enjoy that home playoff experience? Oh, a hundred percent. We, I've got the records from many, many years back, and just going back to the last twenty-five years, uh, that's only the, I believe that was only the third home playoff game that Wadena Boys basketball have had in twenty-five years. Where that in and of itself, just to get a home playoff game, is huge. Um, and then the win, that was only the, I think, the second win, maybe the third win as well in 25 years. So it, 
Playoff wins don't come around very often or haven't come around very often for uh, Odea and Deer Creek boys basketball. And that's what I told the guys after the game that, um, you know, 20 wins in a season, a home playoff game, winning a playoff game, like those are things that you shouldn't take light, lightly because there are many, many teams that have come before us that wish to be in our spot and in our situation. So um, to be kind of humbled and uh, honored to be a part of that is, is kind of our message. Uh, we're excited to see not only what we can do the rest of the year, but what the future holds. Um, but absolutely, a lot of a lot of great things have happened for us this year. Um, and I understand that some of them are kind of, you know, putting us down in the history books. But at the end of the day, uh, like we told the guys before the game, that nobody really cares how many wins you have um, if you don't win down the stretch and in the postseason, which is where we're at. So at this point now, uh, as, as humbled and as grateful we are to have had a great year and to be setting some of these records, uh, the only thing that matters to us is getting that win against Holly. And in that game against Park Rapids, you guys did a good job of kind of spreading the wealth around in terms of point scoring. And just talk about how dynamic of an option that gives you as a team to have these multiple scoring options into a playoff game. Yeah, Park Rapids, they, they played solid defense. Um, they knew, I mean, it helps playing the team just a week earlier. They knew a lot of kind of what we were trying to do and what we were wanting to do. And they were able to take a lot of that away. Um, us coaches have kind of felt all year long that we know that Peyton Church and Tessie Lohr are, are kind of leading scorers. are going to get their points. Um, but for us to be successful in the postseason and in big games, uh, we're going to need other guys to contribute, you know. And Kobe Snyder stepped up and had some, some really big shots. And other guys, you know, were able to get big rebounds and score for us where uh, the, the more that we can share the ball, the more that other guys can score – uh, rather than just one or two guys, uh, the better we're going to be. Because that way you can't just go into a, an opposing team's gym and they have one stud defender and poof, you're done because they lock up your guy. Where when we have four or five different scoring options, uh, that's that's great for us to have and we're going to have to continue doing moving forward. Now, as you look into this game against Holly, whether it's on Saturday, whether it's on Monday, what's the message to your guys as you uh, prepare for this one? You know, I'll be honest, I think, uh, especially us coaches and the players, I think we were more nervous last night than just going and playing loose. Uh, you know, with just everything going on uh, in our school, uh, with us having a home playoff game, being the high seed, um, all the pressures on us to win the game, uh, not to lose it, uh, with the girls going on this great run that they're going on, um, us wanting to try to get to that same point uh, where they're at right now, being the section final. I think there was just a lot of pressure that, hey, we can't, we can't mess this up and mess up the first round and lose out right away. Um, so I'm expecting our team to just come and play loose. Uh, going to Holly, like you said, whether it's Saturday or Monday, um, you know, on paper, how the way it works is now we're finally, I shouldn't say finally, but now we're viewed as uh, the underdog where people aren't expecting us to go out and dominate, um, where hopefully the guys can just play a little looser, uh, be more like themselves rather than uh, the uptight version of themselves. Uh, you know, you, you see in big games all the time, you get kind of two different, or you see differences in people where, uh, some people are, the moment's just kind of too big and too stressful and they just kind of shell up and they're just not the way they've played all year. Um, and you got other guys that can just kind of flush the whole, hey, it's the playoffs, we got a big crowd, whatever, and we're just playing ball. Um, so I'm hoping that we can we can have that, that feel of just to play loose, have fun, and whatever happened, happens on Saturday. We're talking with Wadena Deer Creek head boys basketball coach Kevin Toomberg. Coach, appreciate the time and best of luck in that next playoff game. And hopefully we'll be talking about a couple more playoff wins when we chat again next week. I hope so. Look forward to it. Thanks, CJ.
Coach Toomberg ahead of his team's playoff matchup against the Holly Nuggets in the second round of the Section 8 AA Boys Basketball Playoff Tournament. Speaking of Section 8 AA Basketball, we're talking with Wadena Deer Creek Head Girls Basketball Coach Jordan Cressip when we come back, and he'll preview his team's matchup with the Purim Yellow Jackets. That's coming up next on KWAD. This is Wolverines Weekly. Don't go anywhere. Wolverines Weekly will be back in a moment. We're back with more Wolverines Weekly on KWAD. Next up on Wolverines Weekly, we're talking with Wadena Deer Creek Head Girls Basketball Coach Jordan Cressepen. Coach, your team has been the talk of the town through the last uh, week or so with your uh, underdog run through the postseason. Uh, just how are you feeling as we're talking ahead of this matchup uh, with Purim? Yeah, we're we're excited. We're we're anxiously awaiting this this matchup with Perm. We know the uh, the big challenge we have ahead of us uh, with Perm and and how good and deep and athletic and you know just how how uh, how good they are overall. Um, we know the challenge ahead of us, but again, you know all we can do is just give it our best shot and and see what happens. And before we get to this point, you've had a couple of uh, uh, playoff wins before that since we last talked. You had the win over Pelican Rapids last Saturday. Uh, what went right in that game for you and, and your team, and how did you guys get the win? I would say just overall poise and composure in, in big moments in a big game like that. Uh, awesome environment. Great uh, great team we played in Pelican Rapids. We knew we, we would have to be disciplined all throughout and, and that's exactly what we did. They uh, they're good defensively, but we uh, we just stuck to to what we do and stuck to the basics of basketball. And we had some adversity throughout, you know, foul trouble here and there. And I thought second half we we played under control, and we had different players stepping up with Pavic Pavic's jumper, uh, Maddie Carson's couple free throws, Addie Gravel's three, and then Maddie making a couple stops there at the end uh, was crucial. And Addie Gravel having 19 points in that game, what was it like to have her step up and, and give you guys that win with the 19 points? Yeah, she was huge, obviously. You know, she was she was hitting from outside, but she was also able to take it to the to the hoop as well. Uh, when guards are up pressuring her, she can do that as well. Uh, so that's that's incredibly valuable to have, and she's playing with, playing with a lot of confidence. Um, you can just kind of see it uh, when she's catching. She's, she's letting it fly, and she showed that. Um, down the stretch there under a minute to go she she uh, wasn't afraid to let that shot fly and uh, fortunately for us she hit it and then you played Thief River Falls in Detroit Lakes a, a beautiful gym there you had a big environment uh, against the team in Thief and you were able to get the win in that game another uh, kind of come from behind win and you guys were down six points with six minutes to go uh, what was working for you in that game and how do you and just how much do you love your players being able to play under pressure like they have been yeah it was first off an incredible environment uh, great crowds you know on both sides love the uh Love the atmosphere and the intensity that, that our fans gave, that our crowd gave. There was just a sea of blue. Our student section was was getting after it nice and loud. And, um, you know, that's a, that's something that, you know, we'll remember forever, you know, those memories of of the cheering and, and just the overall atmosphere uh, going into that game. And then, yeah, just, you know, game-wise, I felt like first half we were just a little bit, uh, I don't know if it was nervous, but, uh, we just couldn't get things going offensively. Um, couldn't get any shots to kind of get a rhythm, and then, but um, defensively we were solid. We couldn't didn't rebound all that well, and then you know second half came around, and 
um, it was back to just basketball, you know, and basketball in a, in a fun environment. And um, a lot of these kids haven't been here before. So I feel like that, that helps in ways, you know, um, you know, just kind of going out there and, and playing, playing the game. And with that win, you guys advance. You now play Purim in this uh, Section 8AA final, a trip to the state tournament on the line. Obviously, Purim's a great basketball team, and they have been all season. What are you going to do to stop them, and kind of what's the game plan? Yeah, they've got a, a really nice post player in Willow Thiel. She is strong. She's big. She can rebound. She can score inside. She can drive it a little bit as well. So she's kind of at the forefront of the game plan, um, you know, just, you know, making things as difficult as possible for her um, and, and contesting as many shots as possible, uh, trying to get her off the glass. That'll be, that'll be the biggest thing. And then, um, of course, they have, they have shooters on the outside too. So that's why they present a lot of challenges. Uh, we know that they're going to maybe go on a few runs. It's just how we respond um, and how we bounce back from those. Is, is what's going to determine the game, I feel like. And, you know, going back to that Thief River game, we had a lot of adversity, like you said. And, um, you know, uh, when things are going wrong, why not just, just keep plugging, plugging away and keep believing? And um, that's what it's going to take tonight. And your defense has been phenomenal in these playoffs. I don't. I believe forty-seven points is the highest amount you've given up in each individual game. What has been the key for your defense, and what has been able to help them take that next step through the postseason? Yeah, we've had different players stepping up defensively. Um, you know, really, you know, stepping up to the challenge with different matchups. Uh, but also at the same time, it's it's the whole team. You know, collectively buying into our game plan and an understanding what exactly it'll take to win, you know, when we are talking game plan um, and, you know, taking risks, you know, here and there and um, basically playing the percentages out and, and relaying that information to our players. And, um, you know, really it's a defense is an effort thing. And then you got to get rebounds too. And I feel like we've been locked into game plan and, and locked into, you know, you know, knowing, the defensive side of things is, is ultimately what you can control um, all game long, and, and the girls have, have done a great job, and their, their effort has been tremendous. And, you know, when people might think of defense, they might think of good defense as, oh, you're creating a lot of steals, or, oh, you're creating a bunch of pressure and forcing mistakes, and, and you guys are able to do that a little bit too, but I think something that stuck out with your team's defense as well is, and you mentioned it already, that they've been disciplined. I mean, even they have just keep their feet back, they keep everything in front of them, they, make, they put the pressure on the other team to make the mistake. As an example, I know uh, Allie Pavick came into the game with about six minutes to go at four fouls, and she didn't foul out and played some good defense down the stretch. Uh, do you think that that's played a big part in it? Absolutely. Yep, absolutely. That's a great example there of, of a senior knowing, you know, she's got four. She still played really good defense, you know, and forced actually, I think, kind of a couple cough-ups or a couple turnovers there where she's just moving her feet and um, keeping the girl in front of her. And that's that's a lot of what we, we try to do is, is, is keep girls in front of us and, um, you know, make, make of them make shots in, in high pressure situations. It's tough to do. And, um, you know, if you've ever hit a couple there, you know, towards the end, but, um, ultimately we, we play our odds, we play our percentages and, um, you know, we stick to game plan, whether successful or not, we stick to it. And, and that's a huge testament to, to our, our girls, to our players and, um, and what they've been able to accomplish thus far. 
And obviously, uh, the Purim connection with you, Jordan, and with your coaching staff as well. Uh, they've all had some connection to Purim basketball at some point in their lives. And just talk about that familiarity and how you think that's going to impact this game against the Yellow Jackets. Yeah, you know, it, it'll it'll make a make for a great night. You know, obviously with the the Purim connection with myself, Wendy, and Jordan Anderson, all graduating from Purim. So when we go to that game tonight, you look around in the crowd. There's going to be a lot of familiar faces. Almost everybody will be familiar, and that'll make for uh, a great atmosphere for these kids to play in. Um, you know, and been kind of uh, you know talking with different people in the community, and you know everybody's kind of torn. You know, and so it's uh, it's it's a great thing. Um, it's a great thing for for basketball. Great great thing for basketball in in our area as well. And last question here, and I'll let you go, is uh, with this game, it's a section final. You know, the, uh, the underdog run has been fun, but all of a sudden you look, and Wadena Deer Creek is a game away from the state tournament. What is the balance between realizing, hey, this is a big moment and like we need to appreciate being here while also making sure to treat it like it's just any other game? <laughs> yeah, that's, it's, it's, that's what we've been trying to do this whole, this whole stretch run here is, okay, you know, um, let's do all we can to, to lock into game plan. Um, while also, you know, um, enjoying the whole the whole ride itself, and so we take some moments here and there. Uh, the other night, you know, before the game, just told the girls and told everybody, "Hey, look around, look around, look in, look around the entire gym, look at the pack stands, look all the fans in the in uh, in the arena, and you know, really just appreciate what uh, what opportunities we have here, and and give it our all, and and whatever happens happens." The results are the results. All we can control is the, the process. We're talking with Wadena Deer Creek girls head basketball coach Jordan Cressip ahead of his Section 8 AA final, a trip to the state tournament on the line against the Purim Yellow Jackets. Great to talk with you, Coach, and we look forward to talking with you again next week. Thank you. Appreciate it, CJ. Even though the Wolverines fell to the Yellow Jackets last night and their season came to an end, it was still a really, really fun run for this girls basketball team. That's head coach Jordan Cressip of the girls' basketball team for WDC, an improbable run that nobody in Wadena and Deer Creek and the surrounding area will forget about any time soon. We're going to take a break, and when we come back on Wolverines Weekly, head hockey coach Scott Woods comes in to recap his team's season and looks ahead to next year as well. That's coming up next, Wolverines Weekly. We'll be right back with more insight from players and coaches after the break. Wolverines Weekly on KWAD. Your home for Wadena Deer Creek Athletics is KWAD. Here's more Wolverines Weekly. Come back to Wolverines Weekly. We're talking with Wadena Deer Creek head boys hockey coach Scott Woods. And coach, the season wrapped up. You've had a little bit of time to kind of uh, uh, step away from the season and look on it as a whole. And uh, just what are your thoughts on this season? Well, there's no doubt, <laughs> excuse me, no doubt it was a fun year. It's, uh, you know, we had a good experience. I think a lot of the guys would hopefully say that, you know, we, we um, had a lot of nice wins and, you know, more than anything had some, I guess what I would say, very limited distractions. You know, the guys, you know, some years can be, you can have a ton of wins and it's not real enjoyable or you can have hardly any wins and it can be great. So I think a lot of it, um, it's not just the wins and losses, which, you know, we're good, uh, but just the atmosphere, the team chemistry, the locker room, 
it made for a really fun year. It was a great group of kids. And you talk about those wins and some of the moments that you've had this season. As a coach, what were some of your top moments throughout the year that made uh, this season special? Well, I think some of them are just going to be, you know, as far as wins, you know, probably our biggest one was the Little Falls win, you know, midway through the year. That was huge. That was where the kids really, I think, really believed. You know, you can talk about being successful. You can put in all the hard work. But at some point... You've got to you've got to pull off a big win to to show that this is what we're capable of, and I think that was a huge part of our season. And um, from there on out, we believed it doesn't mean you're going to win every game from there, but um, just convincing the kids that that anything could happen at this point. And you know, unfortunately, we fell a little short of our goal, making it down to the tournament, uh, which is where I'm at right now. Um, but you know, all in all, you know, it's a great season. And you talk about that experience that you have with the kids and how uh, it was just fun to be around them every day. And just talk a little bit more about that. What about this group made them so fun to be around? Well, I think if you just get the right group of kids with, uh, you know, I, I mean, every group's enjoyable. It's just some are more than others. You know, I think over the years when you've done this for so long that um, for me, this group of kids was very dedicated, very competitive, great work ethic and that's harder and harder as as generations change i find that there's so many opportunities for kids there's so many things that that can be a distraction that sometimes they don't realize the hard work you put in day and day in and day out is you might just get a little better each day and they don't always see that um but this group of kids definitely did they would realize that one more practice you know, one more summer session, one more day in the weight room, whatever it might be, is just enough to get a little better than somebody else. And it's fun that these kids could see that. And they also handled adversity well. You know, like if we didn't, if we got behind in a game, they just didn't give up. It wasn't one of those things where we're going to pack it in. And so they really had a lot of a lot of positives and, and things you'd want as a coach to to be part of a competitive group like that, but a, a group that also, if things didn't go your way, if we didn't win the game, we'd dust ourselves off and get ready for the next one. It was it was nice to see they could hit the reset button as well. You had a couple 100-point scores this season, or 100 career points, uh, with uh, Cole Woods and Connor Davis, and, and how special was that to not only get one of them, but also to have two, and how much of those two meant to the program? Oh, they've meant a ton, there's no doubt. I mean, that's not an easy accomplishment, you know. It's uh, those two did get to play as freshmen, but that didn't even put them into the hundred point club. They didn't put up a lot of points as freshmen, so it's nice to see that they would have done it either way. Um, but no doubt, they they've meant a lot to the program. And and again, I think when you've got some guys like that that are really competitive, very good athletes, they just make everybody better around them. They make the whole team want to you know, want to be part of something special. And, and um, I, I, the biggest thing I would tell you is both of those guys, um, you know, people probably don't see that, but they both trade their points for another playoff win any day. You know, they're good teammates and, you know, it doesn't always get seen outside the locker room, but they were all about our team winning more than anything else. And that playoff win that you had in overtime, double overtime against Morris Benson to advance down to the Mac and St. Cloud, obviously, you know, the season had to end at some point, but to get that playoff win and to advance and to get to go to the Mac and have that experience for everyone, how great of it was for your team and how does that help the program going forward? 
Well, I just think it's huge. I mean, to have that, I mean, it's been 19 years. It's just going to shock me that it's been that long, but, um, it, you know, it's something that should really be promoted. It's it's a big deal for those kids, and, you know, it's just, it's something to be proud of, you know, all the, like I said, all the, the extra hard work, you know, the times when, when you don't feel like going to the rink maybe in the summer or going to practice when you're not feeling great and whatever it might be, it's, it's, it's all those little things that added up that, you know, help them pull it out. Again, playing tougher teams going through, not always getting wins at youth hockey, but just, just believing that, that things can go your way. And, um, you know, it, it, I just think it's it's a big deal to be able to get to an atmosphere like that. I, I wish the weather hadn't changed it. It would have been a Saturday, and they would have seen, you know, how full that place can be. Um, but it's still the fact of getting there and, and showing what's possible. And, you know, that game didn't go our way in the semifinal, but it, we certainly weren't outmatched by any means it was just uh, you know we get a couple breaks to go our way early and we maybe advanced to the section final and then who knows what can happen now as you look at uh, the seniors that are leaving how much have they meant to your program and and just uh what do you have to say about these group of guys whose hockey careers just ended well it's you know it's a tough one there certainly um no doubt it's a, a huge piece of our program to have this many seniors, you know, we've got 10 seniors and pretty tough to lose any group, but, but especially a group like this. Again, I'm going to go back to the dedication piece, the, the competitive nature, you know, at times, you know, fans and parents might see them too competitive, you know, slapping their stick or kicking the boards, things you don't, you know, you, you try and teach to get away from, but it, it just simply shows that it was important to them. You know, it's like we'd tell kids before games, if you're not nervous, something's wrong. You're here. It's not that important to you. So, I mean, sometimes they would get a little too excited, but it was because they were so competitive and, you know, so badly wanted to be there day in and day out and, and just get better. And, you know, I'd, I'd at least like to read off, you know, just to make sure I get all 10 of them. So we have Aiden Sutherland, Dalton Moyer, Connor Davis, Austin Othout, MJ Lundy, Caden Peterson, Evan Lundy, Jack Caranda, Cole Woods, Aaron Sutherland. I think I got all 10 there, but um, just a great group of kids, you know, that, that I've been fortunate enough to work with all the way down to squirts when they were there, and, and um, it would be tough to see them go. And now as you take a look into next season, what is the way-too-early outlook on the 2023-24 Wadena Deer Creek boys hockey team? Well, I think the biggest challenge are numbers. Um, we've just got some tough numbers coming where we have a low number of kids for the next couple of years, and then numbers get better down below again. And I think the biggest challenge is if you have low numbers, they, the guys are going to have to be really dedicated. They're going to have to follow the senior group. They're going to have to be committed. Um, you know, we, we have even a couple players out, and it's going to be hard to have a game. Um, the numbers are that low. So it's it's one of those things where it's it's manageable, um, but it's going to take all of them buying in. They're going to have to make each other accountable, you know, whether it's academics, illness, whatever it might be. They've just got to be uh, pushing each other to stick together as a team and, and make sure they have as much of a lineup as possible just to get through with low numbers and, and do the best they can to be successful to go along with that. We've got some very good athletes there, um, some guys that had a, a really good year this year in our junior and sophomore class, and, but I just knowing, and I think our community knows the numbers are really low. That's um, the biggest challenge is just to make sure they buy in that, you know, they've got to be all in and be there every day. And, and if so, I think they can do some good things. 
We're talking with Wadena Deer Creek head boys hockey coach Scott Woods. And, Coach, we've appreciated the time that you've given us all season. It's been fun to follow your team throughout the year and through that early part of the playoffs. And uh, we've appreciated talking with you all season long, and uh, we will look forward to talking with you in the spring when we talk a little golf. Yeah, exactly. And, and we certainly want to say the same thing back. This coverage is fantastic for our kids. It's, uh, it's a great way to promote our programs at WDC. And, and um, uh, it's it's certainly something that we're happy to have and, and hope to continue. Wadena Deer Creek head boys hockey coach Scott Woods recapping his team's season as it comes to a close, a successful year for that Wolverine hockey team. And now... It's in the books, and we move on to spring. We're going to take a break, and when we come back on Wolverines Weekly, we're wrapping up the season for Coach Woolham and the wrestling team. That's up next on Wolverines Weekly. Wolverines Weekly, the only place to hear right from the Wadena Deer Creek coaches and athletes. You're listening to Wolverines Weekly on KWAD. On Wolverines Weekly, we're talking with Wadena Deer Creek head wrestling coach Brad Wollum. And, Coach, state wrestling tournament was last week. Uh, how was that experience uh, for you and your wrestlers? Um, it's always fun to be down there, and I think the kids, uh, you know, had a good time, good experience. You know, it's definitely a, a trip that's well-earned. Um, unfortunately, the results didn't go the way we had hoped. Uh, you know, we thought we are really hoping Matt, or, um, Faith and Kobe would reach the podium, um, but, you know, I guess when you get to the postseason, uh, the differences, you know, the smallest errors can make a big difference at that level. Um, but overall, they had, a, they had a, a good season. You know, you can't be disappointed about making the state tournament. And getting down there and just being in that environment, how fun is it? And just, uh, you know, for people that don't get to go there every year, just how, how uh, chaotic and fun of an environment is it to be down at the XL Energy Center for that? Um, I think, you know, wrestling fans, obviously, that's uh, what they, they know what it's like, and they, they love it. A lot of action going on. There's almost too much, um, even for people that are involved with wrestling, you can't hardly watch all eight mats at one time. Um, you know, and then even just uh, general spectators, you know, there's always family members that are, you know, coming down to watch a uh, relative wrestle, and they've never experienced it before, and they're always eye-opened. But um, the state tournament's just a blast, and, uh, you know, especially for the kids. We had a, there were a group of Wadena uh, students that came down, you know, on their own accord and watched, and, you know, they you could tell they were having a good time. They were all sitting together, um, you know, with the other Wadena fans. So that's always that's always fun too. And to get down to that state tournament is impressive. But for Faith Koning, she also uh, was down in Texas. And can you tell a little bit more about uh, her story and kind of uh, what all took place for her in a span of like forty-eight hours? <laughs> yeah. So she she put on some miles. Um, for the week prior to the state tournament, she was down in Texas at a uh, large rodeo. Um, I can't even remember the name of it. Um, it was a large rodeo that she had qualified for in uh, the summer of 2022, and so she knew she was always going to be there and, you know, had already coordinated everything. Um, and back when she joined wrestling, she said, said, no, hey, by the way, I've got this rodeo in March. You know, it's kind of like, well, okay, you know, you're a first-year wrestler. We'll see how it goes. You know, you making the state tournament is always a long shot but you know i'm not gonna rule it out and 
then of course she qualified uh, in February for the state tournament. They're like, oh my gosh, like, what are we going to do? Um, but luckily, we had a couple weeks repair. I shouldn't say I had anything to do with it. I didn't. I didn't. Uh, <laughs> between her her parents and her grandparents, uh, they kind of figured out how everything would work. So she was down in Texas uh, barrel racing. Uh, I think it was the Tuesday, Wednesday, and even Thursday and Friday uh, prior to the state tournament. And then she wrapped up uh, barrel racing on Friday, and she made it to the airport, flew back, and then got back to St. Paul at about 9 p.m. on uh, Friday night. I mean, just a, a crazy set of circumstances and, and really fun for her. Obviously, uh, you know, probably a wore down on her. She probably had to take, like, the rest of Sunday and sleep. But just uh, uh, how fun is that to, to give the kids like that an experience and for her to make sure that she got there and, and got to do that? It was, it was great. And, you know, kudos to Faith, too. Um, you know, like any other person that goes on vacation, you know, you're going to want to eat and kind of relax and, you know, just be enjoy the enjoy the moment well she always in the back of her mind you know she knew she had to weigh in on saturday well she doesn't have a like a uh, an official wrestling scale um so she has her own home personal scale which is not as accurate and you know her and her family maybe would go out to eat at night or something while she wouldn't eat you know so she was doing a lot of sacrificing uh that whole week um, just to make sure she could wrestle. And my goodness, she came in Friday night, and she was right on weight, exactly where she needed to be. So that alleve, released a lot of stress on everybody's part when she came in um, like that. That was great for, on her part. You know, I sure hope that she at least got, like, some Texas barbecue to go or something like that. Uh, at least, uh... <laughs> <laughs> No oh. kidding. <laughs> Uh, so that's a it's a fun story for her and a great experience and that's really really awesome and also for Kobe Endress to be down there uh, as a senior to get down to the state tournament how fun was that for him? It was great, you know. Kobe, um, he's had a great a great career. Uh, you know, he's a three time state qualifier, and that's uh, that's very impressive. You know, not a lot of people can say that. Um, and he he was been a great leader. Uh, you know, he's been kind of thrust into that leadership role even as a sophomore um, just due to the lack of upperclassmen we've had. We just haven't had any seniors. So even as a sophomore, he had to step up early and step up often, and he certainly has. Uh, he finished his career with 95 career wins, which is, you know, quite a bit. And um, I'm surprised, you know, I talking to Kobe at the, uh, you know, the beginning of, his junior year, you know, he wasn't even close. You know, he maybe had 30 wins. Um, so he, last year he obviously had a great season. And then at the beginning of this year I said, well, Kobe, I don't know if you're going to get to 100. You'd have to have a perfect season, which is pretty hard to do. Um, but he came close. You know, he ended his season with only three losses, which is impressive. So he – he, he definitely made a run at it, so I'm, I'm proud of him for everything he's done, um, not only for himself, but for his team. And now also as well, you have some other senior uh, uh, wrestlers on this team or any just kind of upperclassmen. What have they meant to this team and, and now that uh, kind of that chapter is done for them? how how What do you look back on that group? Uh, you know, it, not only Kobe, um, you know, Brandon Wheeler also has had to step up too as a sophomore. Uh 
whether he was ready for it or not. And I think he did a great job, too. He really came around, especially this senior season, um, you know, just uh, being you can rely on him for, for more events and stuff. And he's just, um, I, I think he you could see him enjoy the sport a lot more this year. You know, I think something just clicked his senior year, and which is always awesome. You're glad to see kids do that. So really going to miss having Brandon around. Um, and then our other two seniors are, you know, kind of newer to the game. Uh, Madeline joined us last year. Um, she's always been a big help, especially in the girls' aspect, you know, helping uh, helping recruit girls and just helping um, be that voice, you know, for the female wrestlers because in a male-dominated sport, I, it's something that uh, us, us gentlemen are going to have to learn how to uh, do things just a little bit differently and just kind of view things from a different perspective. So definitely going to miss her insight on that stuff. And then uh, Brett Ranke, um, he joined us this year. Um, I believe he wrestled a little bit in youth, uh, but he just decided to come out, which super excited because uh, he was been our he was our 220 pounder all season long. And if we didn't have him, um, you know, we would have had to put a seventh grader out there, which you never want to have to do. But just having Brett there was awesome. He really loved it. I think he. Um, you know, you kind of mentioned, like, I wish I would have come out earlier, but you can't do anything about that. But we made a moment of uh, our memory of every moment he had this season. So it was fun having him. Um, and I guess I should give a shout-out, too, to my stat girls. Uh, Ella Strowing has been huge. She's going to definitely be missed uh, being on a, a stat girl for the program. I know a lot of adults are uh, really going to miss having her around. Um, she just does a wonderful job of just helping do whatever's asked. Um. And as you look back on this season and now get ready for next season, what's your way too early preview, maybe expectations for the 2023-2024 Wadena Deer Creek Wolverine wrestling season? Well, I'm going to shoot really high here. Uh, we go from 14 weight classes down to 13 weight classes. So everything's going to be a little different next year. Um, but just looking at our roster, if everybody comes back out for the sport um, and stays healthy and all that good stuff, I really think, you know, we could be a four seed in our section, um, potentially higher, but that's my goal is a four seed. And I would just love to have, you know, uh, four kids on the team with over 20 wins. And I'd like to see two kids on our team get that 30 win mark. Because um, if you can start putting together – just a string of just 20 plus wrestlers on your in your roster, you're going to do all right. Um, you know, you can look at United North Central. They were at the state tournament this year. You know, they had a couple really good guys, but other than that, they were just kind of average across the board, and that's really all you need. Um, other teams across the state had like five superstars, but that uh, when you have 13 weight classes, you don't need you know, those five superstars can't do it all for you because it's a pretty individual sport. So um, long story short, my overall team goal for next year is is uh, number three team in the section, and I would like to see, you know, five, five wrestlers competing individually at the state tournament. We're talking with Wadena Deer Creek head wrestling coach Brad Wollum. And, Coach, we've appreciated the time you've given us all season long to talk and get to know your team and follow them all season long. It's been a pleasure having you on the program. Have a great uh, have a great rest of your winter, spring, summer, and we look forward to talking with you uh, in November and get ready to look forward for next year's team. Sounds great. Thanks, CJ.
Again, would like to give a big thank you to Coach Wollum for joining us throughout the season to share about his wrestling team and the accomplishments that his wrestlers have had throughout the season. And congratulations to Faith Koning and Kobe Endress again on reaching the state tournament. Well, we're going to take a break, and when we come back on Wolverines Weekly, we'll chat with our Wolverine Player of the Week, Addison Gravel, coming up next on Wolverines Weekly. More Wolverines Weekly after a quick timeout here on KWAD. Play ball! Booyah! We're back with more Wolverines Weekly here on KWAD. Time now for another Wolverine Player of the Week. We're joined by a sophomore on the girls' basketball team, Addison Gravel. Addison, you've had two upset playoff wins. How fun has this ride been? Amazing. I can't even explain how I feel about this one. We were all nervous going into that first game, but once we got that win, we all had that confidence and drive to just keep it going. I don't even know. We were all just astonished how we played that game. And a big reason why the Wolverines got the second-round playoff win against Pelican Rapids was from your 19 points that you contributed in the game, Addison. How important was that, and how great of a moment was it for you? Really fun. I mean, at first, my focus wasn't quite there, but midway through, I really got it going. I was hitting shots, and my last three really got me going with the crowd and everybody after the game. It was just so fun. Addison, how awesome is it that you get to experience this playoff run with your teammates? It's really fun, especially with the seniors to keep it going. Instead of like being done already, like most like recent years we've like been done early, but to keep it going and still playing with them is really fun and cool. Good luck the rest of the way. Thank you. There's the final buzzer. Thanks for listening to Wolverines Weekly on KWAD. Tune in next Saturday morning for more from the coaches and players. If you missed any of the show or want to listen at a later time, go to wadinaradio.com.